Chapter Three of Half a Century by Jane Grey Swiss Helm. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Father's Death, age six to twelve. In the city we went regularly to meeting, and Dr. Black seemed always to talk to me, and I had no more difficulty in understanding his sermons than in mastering the details of the most simple duty the first of which i preserved the memory was about peter who was made to illustrate the growth of crime he began with boasting then came its natural fruit cowardice in following his master afar off next falsehood and from this he proceeded to perjury it did seem that a disciple of christ could go no further but for falsehood and perjury there might be excuse in the hope of reward and peter found a lower deep for he began to curse and to swear a profane swearer is without temptation and serves the devil for the pure love of service what more could peter do to prove that he knew not jesus in the communion service is a ceremony called fencing the tables which consists of an appeal to the consciences of intended communicants dr black began with the first commandment and forbade those living in its violation to come to the table and so proceeded through the decalogue when he came to the eighth he straightened himself placed his hands behind him and with thrilling emphasis said i debar from this holy table of the lord all slaveholders and horse thieves and other dishonest persons and without another word passed to the ninth commandment soon after we returned to the city sister mary died of consumption and father's health began to fail i have preserved the spinning wheel on which mother converted flax yarn into thread which she sold to aid in the support of the family but soon the entire burden fell on her for father's illness developed into consumption from which he died in march eighteen twenty three in spite of all the testamentary precautions he could take whatever of his estate might have been available for present support was in the hands of lawyers and mother was left with her children and the debts there were the contents of his shop and warehouse some valuable real estate in pittsburgh which had passed out of his possession on a claim of ground rent and a village home minus a title william was a mechanical genius so mother set him to making little chairs which he readily sold but he liked better to construct fire engines which were quite wonderful but brought no money he had a splendid physique was honourable and faithful and if mother had been guided by natural instinct in governing him all would have been well but he never met the requirements of the elders of the church who felt it their duty to manage our family affairs so he was often in trouble and i who gloried in him contrived to shield him from many a storm at this time there was a fashionable furor for lace work mother sent me to learn it and then procured me pupils whom i taught usually sitting on their knee but lace work soon gave way to painting on velvet this too i learned and found profit in selling pictures ah what pictures i did make i reached the culminating glory of artist life when judge braden of butler gave me a new crisp five-dollar bill for a goddess of liberty 
indeed he wanted me to be educated for an artist and was far-seeing and generous enough to have been my permanent patron had an artistic education or any other education been possible for a western pennsylvania girl in that dark age the first half of the nineteenth century mother made a discovery in the art of colouring leghorn and straw bonnets which brought her plenty of work so we never lacked comforts of life although grandfather's executors made us pay rent for the house we occupied End of chapter three